don't know if you need to clap, but I clapped. Yeah, it'll work. <laughs> we'll figure it out. You know, I'm used, I'm used to being, a, you know, a film professional, so. Right, yes. Yeah, we should be taking uh, cues from you. Not, this is not actually, really. this is actually I kind of like this introduction here um, <laughs> better than our thing, so I'll, I'll segue off that. I'll give a half beat if we want to keep it. Welcome to the Proletarian Contrarian, the leftist podcast dedicated to the reevaluation of all your favorite crappy films. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Lewis. And we have, I think, who is our first returning guest. Returning champ, uh, number one Procon fan, Lucas here. Hey. Hell yeah. <laughs> you could say he's a champion. Um, actually. <laughs> A, oh di- a, a digital champion, if you will. <laughs> in a, disclaimer. In our disclaimer. digital world. <laughs> alert, alert, disclaimer. Uh, great friend, great returning guest. Not so great movie today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Lucas, what movie are we are we uh, suffering through today? Today, we uh, Lewis and I enjoyed the 2000 <laughs> film Digimon the movie. Uh, yeah. Um I, I have an interesting perspective, and it'll 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 digivolve over the course of the episode. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> but, but yeah, that what's funny about this is like, I, I think of the three of us, I'm clearly the anime fan. Uh, I'm the weeb. Um, yeah, you got I, you got what you wanted. You know, we yeah. This, a, this is a monkey an anime. Wish down the monkey's paw. <laughs> this is a mon- monkey mon paw situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this um. I, I should have been careful what I wished for. Um, I guess to start off, what's what's your history with with Digimon? Because I think most people our age, they eat, whether or not they like it, whether or not they re- were even involved with it, they clearly know Pokemon. Pokemon right. was clearly culturally dominant um, for the late '90s, early aughts, even to today. But like Digimon is kind of the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, I mean, arguably at my school, Digimon for like you know a couple months at least was like as big as pokemon really like yeah like in i mean maybe in just my third grade class um (laughs) but we had you know pretty much all the boys in class and a few of the girls had you know the little tamagotchis that you could raise a digimon on yeah you know play digital rock paper scissors (laughs) with a tamagotchi (laughs) basically um but yeah it was you know it was was pretty popular i was pretty unaware of both digimon and pokemon at, at probably like at least a good year into when they they came to the states but um during that year they they seemed virtually the same to me um and they seemed like the, of the same popularity but then like clearly pokemon just hit better yeah wow is that because like you were in a catholic school is that why like, <laughs> I you had I that removal I didn't from <laughs> like pop culture like what happened there <laughs> no i mean like we ki- kids were allowed to bring stuff in and then, and then, of course, once Pokemon cards got too big, they were banned. Yeah. But, like, that was, th- there was a little bit of lag time. Like, th- there was a period of time when kids brought their Game Boys in and played Pokemon on, on, like, morning break or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think it was, maybe, I think the shelteredness was was definitely an aspect. Mm. Well, for me, I obviously loved both Pokemon and Digimon. And I, I, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I started as a Pokemon fan, um, 
Although I did have the Digimon Tamagotchi as well pretty early on before the show even came to America. So I had really, I had no idea what this little thing was. I liked the packaging art. I made my mom buy it for me for my birthday or something. And then once the show came out, I was like, shit, I've had this little thing for a year. I got to watch this now. Um, and I don't know if it's like my contrarian nature, even as like a, a, a preteen, um, but I was just like, this is better. This is better than Pokemon. <laughs> this is obviously superior. <laughs> From the start, the, the contrarian Lewis. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what's interesting to me, and this is the last like preamble thing I'll do, is um, this was kind of like the second wave of anime being a mainstream hit in America. I think like the first wave was like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon, right? Um, coded for boys and gro- girls and boys like respectively. But this wave was more like so blatantly merchandised, like it just like well, it was a inherently. it was a Haim Saban product so yes yeah Yeah, that's right very obvious blatant merchandising yeah yes um just wild so yeah digimon the movie came out in the year 2000 which is pretty late i think Mm -hmm. two years after pokemon the first movie so definitely trying to capitalize on that but uh they they were not successful and we'll talk about that in a second (laughs) yeah um directed by mamoru hosada and she shigi Shigiyasu Yamuchi. Call yourself, Yamuchi. You call yeah. yourself a weeb and you can't even pronounce Japanese <laughs> it's, names. It's 11 o'clock and this is fucking quarantine. I haven't been up this early in like months. Wow. Um, excuses, excuses. I didn't get much sleep last night. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had a sore throat for a month and a half. <laughs> M- Mamoru Hasada has directed other films since, well, maybe Shigeshi Yamuchi has as well, but Hasada did that film Summer Wars. Yeah, and that's like I basically a remake saw of that. one of the segments of this movie. Yeah, if I understand yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Summer Wars. I was Lewis. I was with my dumb friend from back home, who will not be named just for purposes of respect. But you know who it is. <laughs> yes, I think um, I know who it is too. It, it was like, <laughs> yeah, you look as you notice. <laughs> like, it was like a blizzard outside, and he just crashed over, uh, like in my living room because he he couldn't drive and. We were just super drunk and we're like, oh, what is this? It's like kids going online. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he no directed idea. Summer Wars. He did a few other films that had yeah. middling success. Um, and they all have like very similar themes, which it's like a human person and like a, a, a monster or some kind of, you know, monster hybrid person who's their friend. <laughs> yeah. Th- there's clearly a formula going on. Um, the other, this movie in particular, what's fucking fascinating about it, it it combines footage from the short films Digimon Adventure, 1999, Digimon Adventure, Children's War Game, <laughs> exclamation point included, 2000, and Digimon Adventure 2, Digimon Hurricane Landing, Transcendent Evolution, The Golden Digimental, <laughs> exclamation points all included. Uh, that's a truly transcendent fucking title. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, some galaxy yes. brain shit right there. The the localization of Japanese title like Japanese children's entertainment titles are always bad shit. Yeah. Also, just like uh, I've been rewatching the uh, Lone Wolf and Cub films or Ooh. watching for the first time nice. the Lone Wolf and Cub films, and like the original film titles, if you were to translate them accurately into English, is bad shit. Like so, uh, yeah. we had mentioned in our last episode, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub Two, uh, Baby Cart and the River Sticks, the 
actual yep. title, if you were to translate it, is like the preambulator at the river Shenzhen or something. Like the <laughs> amazing, the like Japanese <coughs> river of sticks. Basically, it's crazy. Yeah, because w- you you mentioned that when we were in the, talking about the drama movie last last week. Um, and I'm like River Sticks. That's not a Japanese, yeah, yeah. mythological thing. But <laughs> no, they head, changed just... it to the the Greek f- because they thought American audiences would understand that better. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, so yeah, this movie made 16 million dollars against a budget of five million. Um, However, the Pokemon, the first movie, also a budget of five million and made 172 billion dollars. Jesus <laughs> Which Christ! Is, of, of course, <laughs> I remember going to see Pokemon the first movie yeah. with my Cub Scout pack. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw it for like a birthday, if not mine, like my best my best friend of Zach's course. birthday or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it for Did this you... little dipshit Tommy's birthday. We got God we got we got it, Tommy. We got pizza beforehand, and he poured Gatorade all over my pizza. <laughs> This whole this whole episode is just going to be like a fever dream, kind of like emotional mood experience for the early growing up in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Like that's what this, <laughs> yeah, just, for sure. That's um, why I like oh my God. Digimon better than Pokemon. It's all, it's all Tommy's <laughs> fault. <laughs> I remember when I saw the Digimon film again. I think it was my friend Zach and his brother Alex. Um, we saw it with their dad. Because, I mean, obviously we could have seen it by ourselves, but I guess we were too young to go see a movie by, uh, by ourselves. We obviously couldn't drive. And, like, their their dad just kept making fun of both Pokemon and Digimon. He was like, why do Pokemon have to say their names? And why do Digimon just say their attacks? That's stupid. What, do they forget? <laughs> oh, my God. And did you did you guys both get the uh, the holographic artifact Mew card? I think I wanted it. I don't think I actually got it. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think we went early enough in the film's theatrical run. Yeah, yeah. Same. I never got it. I was fucking pissed. I think Um, I got a holographic Charizard, which I remember was kind of like the holy grail of the original Pokemon series. But I I think I like a second edition or something, not like the first edition that's actually worth money. At the Catholic school I went to, um, someone claimed he had a Charizard card, and he wouldn't let us see it. It was he kept it in his locker. And then he claimed it was stolen, and that's part of the reason why they got banned from our school. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, some kid tried selling me a Charizard card once uh, that was just <laughs> literally cut out of a magazine and <laughs> yeah. glued on top of another card. I pictured like a spread on like a an ad, and there's like a corner of another card covering yes. it. So like when he cuts it out, it's just like a little corner of like Blastoise. <laughs> oh shit! It's fucking amazing. Oh my god, damn. Um, so this film has a twenty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes for the tomato meter. That is shockingly high. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, shockingly I'm, high is the sixty-six percent audience score. Like, what the no, fuck? See, that, that, that that makes sense. Like, there there are kids who grew up with this shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's there's Lucas and I, of course. So. <laughs> Actually, that breaks down perfectly. That's two-thirds. Yeah. Oh, ah. damn. Shit. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Math genius <I'm>, over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked the fucking 20... Like, the, the, this is like Gamer... This is the original Gamergate. This is Gamergate 0.0. <laughs> They're putting the, the digi... The digi Gamergate 2000. Digigate. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to get any specific reviews here just because... Uh, 
Well, no, Lucas, do you have that? Uh, those. Yes. Let me see if I can pull them up. Give me just a sec. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll. I guess I'll make my confession now. I did not watch the fucking Angela Anaconda. Oh, short. you scumbag! No. I, I did not. Uh. I couldn't have it in me. So the, this movie it begins like like pretty much every kids movie from this era. It it begins with a short and right. kind of like uh, Disney, like Pixar still does today. Mm-hmm. Um. What was interesting with a lot of like the licensed Nickelodeon Cartoon Network movies of the time, they would tie in their other properties to the main movie. So like, um, oh, I don't know. I, I know Nickelodeon had a couple of live action movies and they did the same thing. Like they would have like a Hey Arnold or Rugrats mm-hmm. animated right. short. Um, and this movie did the same thing with Angela Anaconda, which was a terrifying and enraging oh. program. Um contemporaneous with with digimon just like these weird just annoying children like voicing it, it's very odd animation it, it's kind of like um not claymation but like it's almost like, like paper Park. dolls like, yeah yeah that's yeah or it's like it's like cutting out a pokemon card from an ad and yes. sticking it onto it but i i just remember seeing this shit as a kid and it made me feel like anxious and depressed and and overwhelmed yeah, and i didn't it's viscerally repellent I, they're disgusting <laughs> they're yeah. truly truly yes. nasty i think it's because their yes. faces are so realistic and they kind of look like they were taken from they look like, like dead people yeah they, they do look like, like dead people they're from like obituaries it's a bunch it's a cartoon with a bunch of dead kids <laughs> or like or like photos it's from the great kids. depression like it's, yeah. it's pretty bad <laughs> oh my god yeah um but yeah, I didn't watch it. the The YouTube clip I I found <laughs> didn't have it. Oh, it didn't oh, have it. Sure, happened. you didn't like fast forward. Okay, <laughs> fine, whatever. Let's did you on YouTube. So Angela Anaconda and her class um, go to di- see Digimon, and uh, there's like the the prissy uh, mean girl bully like sits in front of her and she wears like this gigantic hat. And then the teacher who has a big beehive uh, haircut, like sits in front of her and she, pr- then she pretends to be a Digimon and like fight them. Uh, but as, as Lucas noted, uh, it's, it's more like Godzilla or even like power Rangers or yeah. like Voltron than it's it is. Really actually Digimon. They've never watched Digimon. <laughs> th- th- this is anti Nippon racism. <laughs> it's equating all of their glorious yes. cultural products. It's true. Well, it's interesting. So it's like, it's anti Nippon. It's anti Quebec because they find out they're in a French movie by accident and they're like, Oh man, we're in this dumb French, this dumb <laughs> fake French movie. Ugh, let's get out of here. Is, isn't Angela Anaconda a Canadian right, show? It's a Canadian Canadian show, so it's anti-Quebec independence, yes. and then it's anti-Italian because Johnny Abadi is like the most like stereotypical <laughs> Italian kid. I looked this up. I, I, I want to read this part because this is the only input I have for this section. <laughs> we looked this up on Wikipedia. Johnny Abadi. This is the Lewis character. Yes. Johnny Abadi is a sweet but dim boy of Italian descent. <laughs> His parents are never seen in the show, and he appears to be under the care of grandmother Carmela and Uncle Nicky. The latter of whom often pressures Johnny into manhood. <laughs> now, I thought this... Hey, Lewis, let's go see Godfather Part 3. We're not going to see the Digimons. <laughs> now, I thought this was supposed to be the loathsome content section, but you're describing all, you know, things that are good. Like <laughs> anti-Italian racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the only good thing. Else, yeah. This whole thing, I oppose it. Fair enough. And my oh, grandmother my was from Toronto and hated uh, the Quebecois. <laughs> So. Damn, it's very personal for all <laughs> of you us. You know, actually, maybe I liked Anna Juliana, kind of, <laughs> I think oh, of it. God. 
but Nick, you, like, uh, you, your family is French from Prince Edward, Prince Edward Island. But Prince Edward Island, right? Right. Um, which is like Hick Canada, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens in this short? They they just go to see the movie and they they fight each other pretending to be Digimon. Uh, yeah, she has like a little fever dream where she pretends to fight um her her enemy, uh, the the prissy girl. Uh, who's Nanette like, Manoir. Yeah, n- yes, Nanette she's Manoir. French. She's she's definitely French, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and she's the enemy, right? So yeah. Damn. again, yeah. uh, <laughs> the show is really anti-French. But she's like inside of her teacher as a robot. Like her teacher is kind of like the Power Rangers robot Ugh. that she's controlling. Ew. And then like, <laughs> I think Johnny Abadi's uh, like Digimon slash Godzilla. Uh, version like spits on her like he spits like soda on her yeah. and then she she fritzes out uh it's really dumb does he spit soda is he like a body attack yeah. a body he, <laughs> he doesn't talk oh much like if i remember correctly like he doesn't really talk much in the show and when he yeah, does it's like di- a very <laughs> racist italian stereotype <laughs> he's a, a sweep at dimble hey, yo angel yes <laughs> And he has, like, the craziest Pompadou hairstyle. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck this show. I, God. I'm I'm just kind of shocked that the show is, like, big enough to to latch on to the Digimon movie. I'm not sure if it was big enough. I think it was just also a product of Fox Kids. A, yeah. And Haim Saban was like, yeah, whatever. Let's just do that. Yeah, I guess. I, 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 I couldn't even tell you, I guess, like, what the most popular Fox Kids shows at the time were. Maybe, maybe, so maybe this was it. It might have been Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, besides the yeah. Digimon, like to piggyback on right, yeah, because well, Pokemon was on the WB, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and Pokemon Power, was on I by think, Nintendo. I mean, Power Rangers was probably a little bit before this, but I think that was on Fox too. Yeah, it was because also another Heimsabon product. Um, yeah. That would also that would make a lot more sense, like a live action short showing the people, the Power Rangers, like in their civilian outfits, going to see po- like Digimon. Movie. Hell, think, oh my I think god, there may have been, been some incredible. like. Beast, Beast Wars might have been on Fox too. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Imagine time. the Beast Wars watching Digimon on their computer. That'd be incredible. <laughs> um, or I was thinking like Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers going to see the Digimon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think some of the Marvel stuff was on Fox too, like X Men and. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are all the Fox. X- the as Sp- well. Spider Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there could have been some interesting, uh, yeah, multiverse crossovers here, but instead we get <laughs> Angela Anaconda. Oh my, yeah. It's like Haim Saban's um, like uh, daughter who's like super into Angela Anaconda. He was like, yeah, that one. My daughter, she she she's incessant about this show. So I, I guess we should uh, fuck Angela Anaconda. We'll just cut it off right there. <laughs> um, we can go right to the opening. Or Lewis, did you? We can cut this out. But did you find the? I did. Um, yeah, I got the. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. Before we get started recapping the Digimon movie, um, I found a couple of reviews. I couldn't find any Catholic-specific ones like <laughs> y'all usually Ooh. do, um, but I found this from ChristianAnswers.net. Hell yes. <laughs> I have a big like movie review section, uh, and Digimon the movie received a moral rating score of, quote, better than average. And that's like <laughs> basically like a four out of five star review on the the moral scale damn um, that's pretty good the movie making quality was also a four out of five star Shit. Which I'm, not, I'm not sure They're I bigger with. fans than we are <laughs> um yes. but yes peter age 22 
uh, said, Digimon the movie is very well made. The only thing that offends me is that they cut some stuff from the Japanese version where the older kids are de-aged in another dimension. While the de-aging occurs, it looks magical in some way. It's really just an evil Digimon using its digital abilities. Furthermore, the kids do recover and evil is defeated. Biblically speaking, there's little to be offended about with Digimon in general. I'm talking about the series, not just the movie. Sometimes the kids get into fights, but they make up sooner or later, and they mature throughout the series. Some might interpret the digital world in an occultic, satanic sense, (laughs) but it's a physical parallel dimension to our world accessed via computer. The Digimon superpowers are no different than what one would see in Superman or Spider-Man. Their powers are just part of their biological, or digital in this case, makeup. Some people might get offended at Wizard Mom, but he's Digimon using Digimon abilities. That character taught me about how to never give up on a friend living in sin, as he does for Gatomon. Digimon taught me a lot about friendship and courage as a kid. Pokemon switches to Pokemon for some reason. Pokemon taught me how to enjoy God's creation when you explore it. Moral rating, good. So I think that's like, you know, high quality, you know, one of the highest ratings for moral quality. Okay. Movie making quality, only a three and a half out of five. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is, this is Elias from Clerks 2. <laughs> Holy shit, it is. Yeah. is <coughs> Pokemon are a creation of God, right? Digimon are God. God created oh. humans and humans created Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank yeah, you. Thank for you, that. Peter. Um, come on, Expert broke opinion. On, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> Peter, come on, broke. I don't know. So y'all are a bunch of was, filthy papists. So he might not want to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, come that's on. true. Um, I I think the biggest issue with this movie is it's clearly, very obviously, three different segments stitched together. Right. Very yeah. very poorly stitched together. Yeah. They try yeah, their best with the like, last two um, to have some continuity, but it's it's clear the first one, I mean, barely has continuity even with the series itself. Yeah. Um, it, it almost exists like in an alternate dimension. The, the I first think it segment. came out before the anime ever even premiered, too, if I'm not mistaken. Really? That's yeah. interesting. The The animation style seems way different. Um, yeah. it's, it's like very, they do that... Tr- it it has like a lot of lazy animation tells like people just won't move while they have a voiceover mm-hmm. and like lights will flash in the background to keep kids like engaged um and they repeat shots like when ty's going down yeah. his bunk bed like they repeat that shot like three times in that short yeah and um the third one the first one in particular leans the heaviest on the narration yeah I think. absolutely oh, yeah. and it doesn't it it doesn't need to like a lot of the you know the stuff. It's just Kari sort of repeating what's happening on screen. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that's definitely for first-time viewers, yeah. like who who have no context as to what's going on. Show and tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they do both. They do both. They cover their bases. Um, yeah, I guess for Lucas and I, the the true digidestined of of this episode, you know, we we had all the context <laughs> we needed. We've watched you know three seasons of the show by the time we saw this, and real uh, heads know. <laughs> yeah, real heads. Digiheads know. <laughs> um, and, and, but like I I could figure it out just, and and I think if I was a kid, I could have 
little kids hanging out in their mom's apartment and they get a mysterious egg and a monster hatches like you you don't need to just do this like like breakneck narration you see the egg come out of the computer like it's pretty easy obviously happening (laughs) yeah but or even if you are going to have the narration just like pare it down by like 90 oh yeah just be like oh and we saw this thing come out of the computer like that's it we don't need to be like and then ty was a leader and even at that young age he had a plan and he hit like all his plans they kind of went it felt stressful um what else didn't we like besides the entire shit um yeah that's false (laughs) um that's it the, oh yeah, the, the open the opening credits. Yes. <laughs> the, the, Holy the digi, shit! The uh, see the rap. I think the rap fits. I think it fits. It's appropriate for what this the is. The rap is fine. What's not fine is that the opening credits feel like a fan made like video. It's yep, just still fair. drawings of Digimon like bouncing around the screen like a, a an yeah. early two thousand screensaver. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that's exactly. No, it's like you could put that together in a PowerPoint. It's 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 pretty atrocious. I I I was floored when I saw that. Um, <laughs> see, see, I I know like production costs were probably way different in the '90s, and I have no concept of like animation costs and and like what it, especially what, what it would have cost then. But like, why did this movie cost five million dollars to make if they already right. have if the footage and they stitch it together? Yeah, <laughs> and and the opening credits, the what the only stuff that we can tell is like original content is just like. A, a PowerPoint presentation. Like, why did it cost that much money? That and Angela Anaconda. Million, yeah, four point nine million dollars went to Angela Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's, oh, know, I guess it's you all pay, You got to pay voice actors. You got to pay, you know, somebody to actually stitch the shit together. Yeah, I think editors and the the American voice actors. It, it just makes the most sense to me. Yeah, that, that that's true, and maybe like the rights for the, there's a lot of like high like big names for the soundtrack too. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's got to go to the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the sound the soundtrack is one of the best parts, so I wouldn't be surprised yes. if half the budget went to the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, especially like Smash yeah, Mouth, Smash Mouth. Yeah. That, that was like the biggest song. Yeah, um, way ahead of the meme curve. <laughs> yeah. Um. The I think the three sections. So we have like the the first section is the babies. The second section is like the first generation of kids. The third section is the second generation of kids. Um, there are some things I liked about the third section, but I think that's definitely the weakest one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what was like forty minutes or something cut out of it? Because it's yeah, obviously this is all yeah. the original Japanese animations, the original Japanese cuts of these shorts. Um, and then, you know, stitched together this Frankenstein monster of a film. Um, but yeah, about two thirds of it cut is pretty wild. So like there is the Japanese release. It just incorporates more of the TV movies into their segments. Right. Okay. That's wild. Um, I guess I could see why they would do that. Like, and, and I guess to, to play the digi's advocate here <laughs> like, if they're going up against pokemon and like pokemon the movie came out two years before um and and that's like an original animation an original story right. like if if they're trying to save money and compete with that i can see why they would stitch together three pre-existing they're, yeah, they're just trying to get it out oh yeah yeah they're, mm-hmm. they're yeah totally rush production um and there is a digimon called devamon so uh it's it's the devamon advocate play the uh, mellow myotis <laughs> there two of them are angels like explicitly yeah. angemon and angel woman yes fuck yes 
<laughs> which is fucking insane like i didn't i, I guess that makes sense like J- japan has like a weird conception of like christianity yeah, exactly. so that it, it's it's like magic weirdo shinto to us uh-huh. yeah I will say, uh, Andrew Woman is a little too scantily clad and was definitely too scantily clad for a young Lewis. I was, yeah, it's like the weird, like, circle around her belly button. I was always like, this Amazing. is this is a lot going on. I think, Ooh. <laughs> I think what is, what's his name? Leo Mon was also a little bit too scantily clad for you. Yes. He, I mean, he just has who's, pants who's on. Who's that one? Uh, he's a giant uh, lion, anthropomorphic lion man, and he just has pants on. Um, mm. and, uh, I don't know how I'm not a furry. Like, honestly, a lot of my favorite of the Digimon <laughs> just look like anthropomorphic animals. Where uh, with, like, it, yeah, where Gururumon just has pants on. You, and you love, like, your, your favorite monster as a kid was, like, a, a werewolf, werewolf too. Right, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's an alternate universe where I am a furry, I guess. Yeah. God. I, I think this, in a backwards way, like, proves the legitimacy of furries, because, like, it's something you're born with. It's not something that can be, like, imposed on <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. That's it's fair. like you're 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 the you're the reverse proof of that. <laughs> the universe tried to make you a furry, and it just wouldn't stay. Yeah, you you sim- you simply were not born that way, like some people right. are, which is fine. Right. Yes. We are a, we are a furry inclusive podcast, for sure. Um, so yeah, I think that's the most uh, loathsome content here. Um, oh, this is I, I have a controversial take about something this is more about digimon in general like all joking aside it's a fine stupid kids program whatever but like i sincerely don't like that they can speak (laughs) (laughs) that that is some satanic shit i'm I'm with peter on this one (laughs) that like you see like this wait no peter said it's not satanic so you're you're with the rest of the uh fun fundamentalists yeah yeah i i just like the Pokemon thing is stupid too, where they say their own names, but it, it makes more sense to me. And like, of course, what would, what would be best is if these these creatures just like roared or screeched or did like animal sounds. Like, haven't giving them human voices is so unsettling and odd. No, it's about friendship, you know. They right. They they form bonds with their their creatures. So you can so that you need a voice to be a friend. Well, no, but they have to communicate somehow. It's, yeah, it's a kids show, you know. They gotta yeah, they, they can gotta, do they like, gotta humanize like, these little. Creeps. It's, like, it's a digital world, so it's like I'm a monster. Hey, kids! <laughs> it's a digital world, so it makes sense, right? So, like the in the original series, uh, the eight I think Digidestined they get sucked into the digital world when they are on uh, they're in they're at summer camp. They get sucked into digital world, so they they merge, they integrate with the digital world. So the digital world latches on to their uh, digital signatures. And it allows the Digimon to speak their language. That's something I just came up with, and it's definitely not canonical at all. <laughs> it may as well be. <laughs> There's enough convoluted, weird canon in this <laughs> shit. Well, and there is like the digital master guy, Jedi, who I think is also from the real world and got sucked into the digital world like ages ago. I forget his story How? exactly. I don't know. The internet didn't exist then. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he got sucked into like DARPA. Yeah, he, like, DARPA he was sucked. Original... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we can just segue right into like the the good stuff because like that angle of this series was not something I was aware of, like the the real world connection, and that's honestly pretty fascinating. Um, I I thought it was just like kids get sucked into the computer and like that's it. They're they're just in the computer and like they go on adventures in the computer 
and and their animals are on the computer and shit but like they mo- most of the time they're i mean they're, they're exclusively in the real world and they fight online right but that's only for this movie um the majority of the series they are in the digital world okay so then that increases this movie's value because it takes that concept and does something like interesting right with it. yeah so this is between nice. um i get well yeah, I guess it's between series. This this film, it's between the original series with the, Digi, the Digi, Digimon Adventures and the second series, which I forget the name of. I think it's just Digimon Adventures O two O two. Yeah, so yeah. it's between those series. Um, the characters meet each other at this point, um, and the Digimon O two. They're also kids sucked into the digital world. But then at some point they get like spit out again. With, but their creatures come with them. Yeah, um, it's it's very yeah, confusing. It's, it's very <laughs> convoluted. And then some of the Digidestin, I think two of the Digidestin who are younger in the original series are also in Digimon Adventures O two. Yeah, Kyrie and, and TK. Yeah, they mentioned that they're like the old guard that stuck around. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should just go through the plot breakdown, such as such as it is sure what's so this movie starts and the the main boy character and the main girl character are babies yeah they're literally like four years Mm -hmm. old brother and sister uh which which is insane uh, insane Kyrie. they're i i like the way they're animated they have like stumpy little bodies they're kind of cute they're like like cute little kids yeah I also love what they do with the with Agumon and and Koromon and and the different evolutions of this Digimon that is in the in the series it is the Digimon that is uh, Tai's companion. Um, so it starts out as like this little blobby, uh, like kind of bear cub looking, like a head of a bear cub looking character. Yeah, it's like a fuzzy protoplasm. Yeah, or something. Um, and then it turns into a Koromon, which is like a, a lizard rabbit head hybrid um and i think that's one of the original things that really put me off the show because like in in their baby forms they all look the same yeah like they're, they're little blobs and they have like a wing, like wing, like like baby wings or baby ears or baby claws or right. something one or two characteristics mm. yeah you can't tell them apart and i saw that shit as a kid i'm like but this is so stupid like charmander <laughs> and bulbasaur and, and squirtle look all different yeah, so it's not until they're rookie forms when you can really distinguish between them. So there's the exactly. egg form, the baby form. Uh, there's another form between baby and rookie. I can't remember. That's what Koromon is. Um, and then Agumon, who looks like a little uh, yellow dinosaur. Um, but he's much bigger in this version. Um, so yeah. they get a egg from uh, their dad's computer. Uh, it evolves uh, to uh, Agumon, and there's you know just kind of hijinks ensue where like the Koromon uh, fights their cat, and it just keeps pooping <laughs> to the tune of um, Fat Boy Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rockefeller skank. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that. That was such. I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm having a flashback to 2000. It like, rocks, dude. Insane. It like it really hit yeah. me like pretty hard. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I was not prepared. A lot either. of nostalgia stuff, like, you know, doesn't really hit me that hard. But just seeing the visuals with that song, I was like, oh, man, takes me back. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that that's kind of like the year 2000 encapsulated, like the Digimon movie with like weird janky animation and janky voiceovers with Fat Boy Slim <laughs> like, blaring over it. That's like 
at that so day. i had the soundtrack on cd and i would use my parents walkman i would listen to Hell the yeah. soundtrack as i played like the fox kids game that you can play on their, their website Hell yeah that nice. shit yeah. rocked yeah it was really fun uh, it's kind of like, it was basically just a side scroller, and you were you could pick one of the Digimon from uh, the Digidestins crew, um, and you had some basic RPG stuff. Uh, that's also where I learned what a computer wallpaper meant, because uh, you could get <laughs> a a, 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 wall, a Digimon wallpaper, and I I had no idea what it meant. So I thought like you would pick one, and then they would send you like physical <laughs> wallpaper for your room. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit, I can't wait to have Agumon on my wall. <laughs> Agumon all over my walls. <laughs> what a letdown. Um, but um, back to the film and Agumon specifically. Um, so then Koromon uh, digivolves into Agumon, but he's much bigger in this movie. Like, he's the size of their room, basically, and he busts through their bunk yeah. bed. Uh, and, and then he uh, ju- he's more feral as well. He doesn't talk as much. And he uh, he jumps out their window with uh, Kyrie, the little girl, on his back, and then he just basically starts attacking shit. Uh, that that anything that moves or makes noise. I also thought it was cute that she had a whistle, and she primarily communicated through that. Yeah. Um, like she can talk, but she's still kind of like, "Oh, I'm a baby. I don't want. I don't. I want, don't want to talk." So she blows the whistle, yeah. uh, and that's an important plot point, actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> Something about this segment that I liked, um, the nighttime scenes, they had that heavy, super heavy, like, like vapor wave aesthetic, oh, like yeah. nighttime. Yeah, absolutely. Be- and, um, like, specifically, like, the lights, because, like, whenever whenever Digimon do anything weird, like, it, it sends, like, shockwaves or EMPs throughout the world, and, like, it fucks up with electro- electrical systems. So they get a lot of mileage out of, like, blinking and, like, and just lights, like, going, like, crazy and everything um so like whenever the the dinosaur would run down the street and like run past like vending machines or whatever they would go crazy and it just like it it seemed i don't know it it definitely you can definitely trace where like this inspired a lot of people um to like just make their own custom animations online yeah i think that's fair um it is interesting it's it is proto uh vaporwave i didn't think about that but uh yeah yeah it's it's kind of just like that 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 chill vibe you know yeah those just like simple like urban landscape uh like little flash animations you would see in like the 2000s and a, a lot of um i think a lot of like anime contributed to that aesthetic in general yeah. but like I, I imagine that digimon the movie was ground zero for mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah and i think vaporwave is obviously very heavily influenced by the internet which right you know is right. what yep. digimon is all about yeah and obviously more like i thought it was about friendship i thought it was about friendship, <laughs> friendship and, and on it, the internet like us yeah yes yeah but also i mean obviously there's like 80s video games right and mm-hmm. that, that kind of 80s uh, early internet like early computer aesthetic also contributed mm-hmm. to vaporwave so i mean and i think uh, the 80s aesthetic for video games and animation in sci-fi fantasy in general all contributed to like this era of japanese anime Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and and, like japanese anime imported to america and like kind of filtered down through the localization and how we came to know it yeah yeah so what you're saying is that digimon is the apotheosis of all these things what's that bojard concept it's like the the copy of a copy like the this the simulacrum of 
of something that isn't an original. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's um Baudrillard or whatever. I think it's Edward Norton and Fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We have we'd have to ask uh, a friend of the show, uh, Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he would know. Um, but yeah, the some some obnoxious French asshole said like like there there is this concept in philosophy like that there is a copy of something with no original and that's kind of what japanese localization um is for for this kind of animation i think and it's just interesting to me that like we're on the internet right now we're doing this nostalgic reminiscence of a copy that was of a copy that has no it's it's like just so many Uh infinitely infinitely times removed yeah well, Jedi uh, uh, and uh, the digital world, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> please beam us up. <laughs> I tire of this world. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to be a, a digi destiny. I don't want that. Um, so the rest of this segment is um, Agumon uh, continues to digivolve because a giant egg forms over the city of tokyo that was cool yeah it was a really cool visual um it it i think it's parrot mon uh, yeah. very uh original so name stupid. <laughs> uh, it's, so stupid. it's a big it's a big green parrot monster just it, it has like a, such a dumb voice it's like uh, it's, just, it's, not, yes. it's not intimidating at all <laughs> um i think it's just so, a so champion level parrot mon but like, are there are there factions? Are there sides in the digital world? Like, yeah. or, or is it like a free for all? Uh, no, there's bad and good Digimon in the digital world. Um, in the original series and basically all series, um, there are like big bads. Uh, in the first season, it is uh, Devamon, who is just kind of the devil. Um, mm-hmm. In another season, it's uh, Myotismon, who's kind of like this uh, Dracula type. Uh, character who then also kind of becomes the devil uh, <laughs> uh, at one point there's a zodiac uh, Digimon um, there's right. these ones called the dark masters which actually they mention the dark masters in this um, it's just a, a, a passing reference they're like oh this guy's even uh, worse than the dark masters in the mm-hmm. second section of yeah. this film um, gotcha but like so when did the Digimon world start being created because like it it exists online so like is is it did it just like spring like ex nihilo and these kids are just like oh we're like we're, like we're the first humans here like do we ever learn that i don't think they're the first humans there because there's Jedi. right um, right but like but i don't how really, long his i don't know i don't know what the origins are I, I can't remember is is it like a parallel universe that exists in the internet is how they bridge the i think gap? so yeah, yeah i think that's yeah, it. that makes basically. a lot yeah. more sense mm-hmm. okay yeah okay yeah it's not um yeah it's not created whole cloth once uh darpa goes online or anything like that because yeah. i was gonna say like like this could be like really postmodern. like it 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 created itself on the internet but like its conception of itself is like oh we've always existed uh-huh. we've existed uh-huh. for millennia like that, that would be that would be wild if, if it had that angle but clearly um, let's just say it does let's just go with that <laughs> yes actually as a matter of fact that's that's a good idea nick <laughs> yeah hell yeah that's i'm gonna recreate i'm gonna rewrite digimon <laughs> um so agumon digivolves to graymon um which is just a bigger dinosaur with like a skull head um 
and he uh, he fights Parrotmon, defeats Parrotmon, and then that's that's the segment. <laughs> I think they kind of stuck in a bunch of the other kids as babies, like watching yes. this happen. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, that was I imagine that was part of like the like oh we're, we're gonna we're gonna illustrate this just for the movie. Uh-huh. That's that's part of that five million, I think. Probably, yeah, because they it, it says explicitly that. Uh, the children who lived in like this housing block who witnessed Parrotmon and Greymon fight became the Digidestined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's um, a, a interesting revisionist history, basically, <laughs> um, because they do not ever mention that in the series of Digimon, but I digress. Well, it's a, that- that's your classic retcon. That's yeah. mm-hmm. that's old hat to a lot of nerd properties. Yeah. Um, but then we get we cut to four years later, um, with a screensaver effect, <laughs> <laughs> and we get to the good stuff. Yeah, the the second segment is definitely the strongest one. Oh yeah. Um, I appreciated the first one for kind of how like weird and off kilter it was, but like the second one is where it really comes out to shine because we have like the main crew of the Digi Destined they're like a team but it only really focuses on like two of them yeah ty and izzy yeah they um i don't know if like so they're they're in the real world and we this takes place after the first season so like they they know the score and like they know like they know the rules of the world and they have their digimon but like they they aren't expecting to see their digimon like they're on summer break or something yeah it's it's like it's like summer vacation and they're you know uh okay. yeah outside in the the real world okay yeah yeah because like one, one one of the girls is like in hawaii too uh-huh. yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah and then ty or i mean tk and matt are with their grandparents and <clears throat> joe, right. and joe that, that is in was... summer school and yes <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. the the ones that are with the grandparents they're like the grandparents are like um, Ludites or something. There's like very traditional because they yeah. don't have a computer. Yeah, they don't have a computer. They barely have a phone. They have like an old rotary phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a TV so they can watch baseball. Yes. <laughs> uh, the part that struck me about this is like, and it's, it's, the segment does this so well. Like you get a real sense that the world is like the internet's tr- this truly global thing because mm-hmm. there are so many like filler shots of just like, kids like from all over the world like they they're they have like different ethnicities and they have different yep. clothes on they're just like sitting around their computers watching yeah this this movie feels truly global and like like the internet feels like this global worldwide network in a way that i don't see much on a lot of like technology focused movies or whatever yeah i honestly like thought it was cool like i thought the depiction of the internet was like really cool and you know very sort of like abstract and surreal and you know? Especially for such an early movie, too. Yeah. Like an early internet movie. When pe- yeah, when people didn't really know what the internet was or how it worked. Yeah. Um, so the setup is um, Ty and Izzy uh, both separately realize that there is a digi-egg, digi-evolving, uh, digi-hatching. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> term. And then digi-evolving uh, rapidly on the internet um in some form of the internet like uh, some kind of chat room that like uh, people all over the world are watching um but they are really only people who understand it obviously everybody else is just like what the fuck is happening here prodigious a computer virus 
or a, a virus on the internet. He's yeah, eating he computer data. <laughs> Izzy has the best lines in this movie. Oh, Izzy's the best. He's he's really funny. He was always my favorite character in the the original show. Um, before we get into this quick, we have to mention the the bare naked lady song. Yeah, they play. Mm-hmm. Like we, we we get a quick little montage of what all the kids are doing. Like one kid goes to summer school. One kid one kid visits his his family, whatever. And it's just um, what what song is it? It's the one week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been yeah, yeah. <laughs> one week since you looked at me. Shut your eyes and say it. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. Good, <laughs> good, good shit. That 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 that's the one that really hit me. That that was my Fat Boy Slim one. Uh, nostalgia, ver, ver klempt, uh, that Lu- that Lucas had. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to talk nostalgia, the one that I you know that really really got me was. Uh, the impression that I get, the Mighty yes. Mighty Boss Mighty 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 like, Stones. Yeah, the Rockefeller oh Skank yeah. was just the beginning. That was just an appetizer, but the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones <laughs> one, that one. That one, yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, anyway, the so the this what's the villain Digimon is called? Um, the, the he's, one of his forms is called Infermon. I forget what his <laughs> like rookie form is called. Okay. Um, Let's just call him like dipshit or something. Dipshit bot. So no, dipshit. Let's dipshit. Not call him that. Uh, we'll 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 find this. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, Crystalmon so something. There's there's Caramon. Caramon's the weird little like imp skull kid looking one. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His he had a cool look, and so he's like he he his origin story is weird because he just like hi I'm I'm a Digimon and like. He just starts eating information. Yeah. So it's like he was. There's a little bit of like predestination going on here because like he just seems curious and you know he wants to live, but to live he has to eat information and we can't have that in the in the digital age. So right. We have to we have to put a bullet in. His <laughs> <face>. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have to do a digi uh, digi execution here. <laughs> Di- digicution. Um, I liked a lot of uh, the the verbal jokes in this section like um so ty lives with his mom and his mom like like his little sister goes to a, a cake to, goes to a birthday party he's like i want a cake all we have is old tofu she's like oh well give me an egg and i can make you a cake and then it, ty, izzy rings the doorbell and he runs to the door and he's holding the egg and izzy's like the egg's hatching he's like huh no it's not <laughs> he's like oh not that one <laughs> Um, I, I, I don't know like how forced that would have been or how different from the Japanese script, but like I appreciate the localization yeah. effort yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, for that and a lot of the other jokes. Like, um, oh God, what else is, I think I wrote a couple down here. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Well, we have to wait till we get to the phone part. Cause that was fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, so Izzy and Ty are just like, they're trying to organize a resistance to this villain mon yeah jesus christ it's not his name <laughs> i don't th- th- all these things have five names i can't remember one of them's called devil mon so like villain villain mon is not out of the question <laughs> fair enough um so yeah izzy and ty are then contacted by uh jenai and nick i believe you had uh... oh my fucking god okay okay so i I, like I yesterday I had a good day but a long day I was like hiking I was like just tired I had a few drinks whatever to get through this shit um I was watching this I was sitting on my floor and then like 
they're like, oh, what are we going to do? We can't find Villainmon or whatever. And then a little chat room comes up. He's like, I can almost hear my T-Rex's voice now. He's like, I'm right here. <laughs> and, then look at the, and then they look at the screen. It's like a club penguin oh, chat room. So pops good. Up. So and all good. the little po- all the little Digimons come out and they're like, We're here, don't worry, Ty. We're gonna we're gonna go fight Villainmon. And they're like, Oh, it's our friends. And then this this old man pops up. He's like, Hello kids, it's me. <laughs> I was crying laughing. I was like rolling on the ground. Legit tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> Just like screaming like a fucking lunatic. Cause and then they're like, and we're all here too. <laughs> a bunch of other ones just pop out of holes in the walls. And they're like, okay, and like this like happy, optimistic music is playing in the background. <laughs> just <laughs> I I could just like think like what did the parents and older siblings who brought <laughs> kids to see this like what were they what's going to do? <laughs> um so yeah, that was clearly the highlight for me of the whole movie. Yeah, so then um Izzy and Ty's uh Digimon companions, which it's Agumon and then what's the insect one, Lucas? Tentomon. Tentomon, right. Kabuterimon. Yes. Um uh, so Tentomon and Agumon go into the digital world and they quickly um digivolve to their champion forms of Greymon and Kabuterimon. Uh, to fight Infermon, who they figure out actually had uh, bypassed the champion level and had gone to the ultimate level of Digimon. So for you, for those of you who don't know, it's rookie. It's like baby, something else, rookie, champion, ultimate, mega, and there's other kinds of Digivolutions like DNA and armor. Again, it's, and, it's pretty pretty convoluted. Yeah, it gets very convoluted. I I think the pertinent part is like. They had baby forms, and then they have, like, their, their little kid forms, and that's what they're in most of the time. But yeah. they can, like, power up during battle to ultra, ultra forms. Right, yeah. They don't stay in those forms for long. I don't think they can maintain it for all that long. Um, they have to download uh, information to, to Digivolve. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, when Digimon die, uh, they t- get turned into raw data, which the Digimon who kills that Digimon can absorb that digital mm. data um yeah. and i think later like they can g- gain their abilities or something there's some crazy stuff that happens with that as well but uh, we don't see anything like that in this movie however well kind of that, that happens at the end of the oh section. yeah yeah yeah. it's true but that's that's we don't want to give anything away too soon <laughs> um so they they go chase infermon infermon there you go Jesus. they go chase him um, and they battle him in a section that's very similar to Summer Wars. Like the, like the internet is like this blank white canvas and there's little floating things of data. And that looks really cool. Um, it also reminded me of, do you guys remember the, the SpongeBob SquarePants episode where Squidward gets the time machine? Yeah, hell yeah. And and he breaks it and like he appears in like this white void. Yes, okay. Like beyond mm-hmm. time and space. And he says like, hello. And then the words become yeah, yeah. like colored blocks. Yeah, yeah. Very cool, surreal, '90s shit. Um, the the villain defeats the villain Mon defeats them and escapes and goes to America. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing because he crawls over the American flag, 
uh, yeah, like we, the internet representation of the American flag. He's like crawling in the white bar. It's pretty great. Yeah. As less than Jake plays, and yes, he is popping yes. up. He's <laughs> popping up on billboards in Times Square and people's yeah. TVs, and mm-hmm. and he he launches two nukes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I think from Col- no, yeah. not from Colorado, but one is heading towards Colorado and one is heading towards Tokyo. Uh, right. And the reason Colorado because there is a character who was. Um, he, I don't know if he was created in one of these shorts, I, I assume, because I don't remember him in any of the uh, series, but his name is Willis in the original Japanese. His name mm-hmm. is Wallace. Um, but there's an American, Digidestined, who only meets them in this movie in these shorts, who lives in Colorado. Um, right. And we learn a little bit more about him in the, the next segment. He's, he's a more prominent character in the next segment. Yeah, um, I thought the launch into the nukes, it was really intense for a kid's show, but like it, it's cool that there are real-world stakes and this shit doesn't yeah. just all take place online. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, being that the film is Japanese, I think they have maybe a, a better perspective. Yeah, than, that's true. Than Americans on the, the consequences of nuclear <laughs> of, weapons. The usage of atomics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like... Again, that global aspect of like every all kids across the world watching this shit, like you really get a sense of that because like they tell you what is slowing down their Digimon and preventing them from beating the 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 villain is like they're getting too many IMs. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's clogging up, it's clogging up the download speed. Emails, excuse me. Yeah, emails. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that that's brilliant. That's like kids of that time would understand yeah. that. Yeah, it was cool. And it's like, oh, the, this problem that you have and that your parents yell, yell at you about, that's that's what's hurting the Digimon right, right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very, and it's also interesting because it it's obviously, um, it's a it's a phone connection, right? It's a DSL connection. Yep. And then when that doesn't work, um, Izzy has to get like a satellite uplink yep. that he connects to the U.S. He military. The Pentagon. Yeah, he, he acts <laughs> to the Pentagon. <laughs> And that's actually how the um, the nukes are launched because Infermon, who I think at this point has uh, digivolved into Diaboramon, uh, he links up through the satellite link into right. the Pentagon and, and launches those nukes. Right. And um, when the phones go down, th- this is actually fairly well thought out. Like the, the Japanese government sets up a system where it's kind of like a two-way radio. Like you call a number... And then you can leave a message and they can hear it and then they have to call you back. Right. Like it, it's not like a live phone connection because the, the douchebag mon like cut down the phones. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and, and we that, get a lot of mileage out of that with, um, yeah. because Izzy and Ty call over to Matt and TK who are with his, uh, his grandparents, at least, well, at least his grandma who we see. Um, and they have to, um, just call back and forth and, and um, even, they even play phone tag before that because Izzy reaches the grandmother and the grandmother... No, actually, yeah. T- Ty reaches the grandmother because he's like, hi, this is Ty. Is is Matt and, and TK there? And she's like, you're selling ties? Oh, yes. <laughs> that is the name of my grandsons. <laughs> they are here. How did you know? <laughs> like, we, we need to talk to them. And she's like, I like to talk to them too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's good. And... um. When Ty originally tries calling, and the phone operator's like, just gets exasperated with him. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man." Yeah, yeah. He calls like, it a oh. few times, and she's like, the, "All the phone lines are busy. They're still busy. They're busy. I told you." Yeah, yeah. 
and the, the the announcer on TV, he's like, "Well, if your phone doesn't work, uh, call your phone company." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> lots of lots of good little quick jokes. It was mm-hmm. funny. Um, so they re- they eventually do reach Matt and TK, who are who are able to put their Digimon into the digital world. Um, I forget their names. Uh, <laughs> Patamon is Patamon is TK's Digimon. Yes, the one with the wing ears. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the the weird little seal with the horn on top of his head. Yeah, That's yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name, but he turns into War Greymon. Um, no, he turns into Metal Garurumon, right? So Gabu Gabumon, I think. Gabumon, yeah. Gabumon, yep. Gabumon oh, is a God. weird seal thing uh, with a horn. Uh, who's Matt's uh, Digimon? So um, Patamon, however, is incapacitated uh, pretty easily. Yeah, he sucks. He just swiped away. <laughs> he, he's cooler in in the third segment because he turns into Angemon. Yeah. He turns into an angel. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also kind of like something in that they get a lot of mileage out of in the series. Is like yes, you know, TK is the youngest kid of the group, and you know, gotcha. his Poke- or <laughs> Pokemon, his Digimon is <laughs> like a little bit immature, and you know, gotcha. I think it takes him the longest to digivolve, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, him and and I think Kyrie's as well. I think because they're the the youngest, it takes yeah. theirs uh, longer. Uh, but then theirs are basically the most powerful Digimon, yeah. which are like basically gods. Uh, gotcha. So yeah, they, it, it's their childlike faith and, and loyalty that like lets the weak one become the strongest. Yeah, one. something like that. Um, gotcha. So classic touching beauty. <laughs> Truly. So uh, Agumon warp digivolves as does Gabumon. So Agumon becomes War Greymon, um, and then Gabumon turns into Metal Garurumon. So they're both mega levels, and they fight Diaboramon. Um, uh, unsuccessfully, though, Diaboramon overpowers them. Uh, and then this is because this is when the emails are flooding in, and it's, it's slowing them down. Yeah, because the kids are like, "Oh, we love Digimon. We good luck. Go, go get them." Yeah, and and Izzy's like, "Oh, I know you're trying to be helpful, but you you're not. You suck." Um, also, Izzy drinks a shit ton of like potato juice. Yeah, potato juice. And, yeah, he, <laughs> and like he, and he almost poops himself. Beef, yeah, like yeah, beef jerky smoothie. Yes, and he, he poops himself. <laughs> But that's a pl- critical plot point yep. because that's what causes them to lose the fight because like he's the best computer guy and, and Ty's a dumbass he doesn't know what he's doing and so like when the computer freezes up Ty doesn't know what to do but Izzy's it's like shitting his brains out <laughs> in the bathroom Ty like smacks the computer and makes it crash it yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah you know pretty funny like little slapstick scene yeah, and Izzy yeah, comes yeah. in he's like I didn't do anything yes oh shit yeah so when they're not connected, because they have these things called digivices, so that's how they connect with their Digimon. And while the the connection is severed, basically, uh, War Greymon and Metal Gururumon stop moving. Well, actually, no. Uh, Metal Gururumon's fine because Matt is at a different location, but War Greymon stops moving entirely. Uh, Diabaramon is able to overpower both of them, uh, and then he also duplicates himself, replicates himself to like millions of copies. Um, right. As there's a countdown clock, a nine-minute t- countdown clock for when the nukes are going to uh, simultaneously destroy Colorado um, and uh, Tokyo. Where in Colorado, who, who knows and who cares, right? doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, the whole um, state. Uh, yeah, but then they, they, they turn the tables because they 
take all the all the like the flood of emails that they're getting and oh no i'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead because like yeah. the yeah the deruman or whatever <laughs> like jason deruman <laughs> he makes like a fucking million copies of himself and they have to destroy all of them yeah um to to find out the original and all the e- and all the emails come in and they do kind of like this transfiguration like all the emails combine and they they let the two digimon fuse together like it's like is it doesn't tie what the fuck happens like ty goes into the computer <laughs> yeah ty and yeah. matt both go into the computer uh and you know just sort of fuse with their digimon through the power of friendship or whatever um whatever yes. conceit do- you want to you want to say and d- but doesn't like all the emails that the kids send like that helps them fuse yeah too. it does yeah the, mm-hmm. the, the positive vibes of, of yeah, the, <laughs> the good vibes the, children vibe the world <laughs> and then you know basically izzy uh well i guess the you know the kids in the digimon combine the dna digivolve into hell yeah omnimon who looks cool as fuck yeah he's fucking uh, awesome yeah yeah he's he's got a huge sword and cannon on his arm yeah and then uh izzy basically reroutes all the emails to do like i guess sort of like a ddos attack on yeah that's exactly that's exactly what it is uh yeah pretty pretty because it it literally slows down the villain yeah Mm -hmm. and then they just like just shooting the cannon like just decimating all these diaboramon clones uh until they get to the last diaboramon uh and they put the sword like right through his face cuts him in half with literally once with literally one second yeah one to go. second to go um in the uh his face like peels apart and then it's a clock and then you see uh, the one one second to midnight basically on the uh you know the nuclear uh, doomsday clock and uh the and omnimon says connection terminated yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fucking badass amazing oh, and then what's really funny uh, is the nuke that had been hurtling towards their neighborhood just like stops going and falls into the like the river like right yep. next to their house yeah yep. just all's well that ends well i guess yeah and then everybody just is like they're just like looking at it they're like gathering like, around just, and yeah <laughs> they're like wow there's a cool there's a cool tsunami where you see you know the tsunami in the back or you know the big wave caused by the the falling bomb yeah. in the background is uh, Ty's love interest is, you know, sort of sulking and sitting there. Yeah, there, upset at there's him. this, whole, there's this whole insufferable subplot where Ty has a crush on one of the Digi Sora. destined girls. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh well, I I, I gave her a, a hair clip, but she asked me if I if I didn't like her hair, and then I said her hat was really nice, but you never take it off, and now she won't even talk to me." <laughs> and he turned into Scooby Doo, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Well, like the the voice acting, they they kind of, I don't know, they they do that. They're clearly adults doing like, ch- right. like child mm-hmm. voices, and they do they give them like an affect, yeah. And uh, I don't know, it sounds fine, but it's just like it's very much like like Japanese dub like affect oh, to yeah. their to their kid voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have to kind of um, have that weird little plot contrivance so that Sora is, you know, she doesn't link up her Digimon to, uh, to the fight. Yeah, and that's crazy too. Like, most of the Digi kids don't fight. Yeah, it's only really three of them. Um, and then for a second, uh, TK with Patamon, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it all makes sense. So like we said, like Joe, who's the nerdy one, he's like taking the Japanese version of the SAT. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the other girl whose name escapes me. Mimi. Uh, she's, yeah, yeah, Mimi's on vacation and she's kind of like the carefree rich girl of the series. Yep. Um, so it makes sense. She's in Hawaii. Um, and then Sora, the the girl with the hat, who's TK's love interest, she was always like more sensitive to that kind of stuff and also the, 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 the tension between them. So... Um, it all makes sense. Again, somewhat contrived, but um, I, I guess I'm okay with it. No, I just find it interesting that, like, for their big, big release movie, like they didn't have all right. the team up together. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are Digimon you don't see in this movie. I mean, yeah. half of them you don't see half of their Digimon. I mean, you see them movie. in the little the little Club Penguin chat. Yeah, yeah you see that. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we get. You don't get to see him digivolve. No, you don't. You don't see them like fight There's or no do special Birdamon, cool attacks. No cactusmon or whatever. yes. Oh, I love the cactus one. There was a cactus one. I remember yes. that. Yeah, yeah. It had boxing gloves on its hands. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jeez, wild. That was its better um, form. I think that's its champion form. After that, it gets kind of lame. Like it just becomes like a little like pic- pixie sprite thing. Is like it's uh, mega or ultimate. It's just like this is dumb. This cactus yeah, is cooler. Um, and so then we do another time jump. Yeah. Yeah, we do another time Diaboramon is defeated, but as he is right. you know, disintegrating yeah. into raw data, he says, Willis. Yes, right. <laughs> so, yeah, this this is the connection um, between the, this section and the third section. Um, Willis is is the bridge that he tethers them together. Um, both the these sections and then the, the, um, the new crew of digidestined and the old digidestined along with uh tk and Kyrie, of course because they show up here too um it's like eight years later or something yeah it's four years after the previous section but eight years from the first section. the first one right yeah. right yeah um so tk and Kyrie are in new york um, and that's where they meet up with Willis. And then there's Davis, Yoli, and Cody. Yeah. Uh, who also travel to America. And I believe they go straight to Colorado. Yeah, th- this this is where it really broke it down re- for yeah, me. Like it, I, yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will fully agree with you, Nick. This segment fucking sucks. It's so and, bad. And as someone who barely knows anything about Digimon, I... I for the life of me, I could not tell you which kids were involved. Like, I guess Ty and Izzy, who are the two most, the two main ones from the second section. Like, we get like a short, like recap. Like, oh, where are they now? They're they're off in high school or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, like that's it. And like these other kids, I have no from the later seasons of the series. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's it's really um, just kind of shoehorned. They're all shoehorned in here. Um, they try to make it more about Willis, but I mean, maybe it makes more sense the, the Japanese version. Um, just Willis has very little presence in the previous segment. He's a child in the previous segment. He has two Digimon, uh, Terriermon and Kokomon, who are twin Digimon. Um, when they are in their rookie forms, they kind of look like rabbits with elongated ears. Uh, one is like white with green. The other one is uh, brown with purple. They look like sperms. <laughs> <laughs> well, in their original, yeah, in their baby forms, they kind of look yeah, like, yeah. like And Willis, in his hubris, uh, tries to get a third <laughs> Digimon 
Yeah. Greedy little bastard. Yeah. He, yeah I'm interested. I am um, interested to hear about uh, this note that you have here about Willis. <laughs> you say the film's fail child Willis. Willis is a sex fest <laughs> and has a god complex. <laughs> I mean that's true. He he's constantly hitting on the girls in the in the group. Yeah. And he tries to create life. Yeah, he so he he is the reason um for Villainmon. Uh he Oh no, this, no no, this is Jokermon. He's fully Jokerized. <laughs> yeah. He has green hair and he has ruby red lips. He's always smiling. Right, but he created Karamon. So he created the digital virus from the previous segment. Did he? Yeah, so he well, he tried to create another Digimon, and in doing so, it got corrupted and created the virus, which is Karamon, Inframon, and Diaboramon. So Jokermon is the corrupted sperm. Yeah. So it, th- then, it, yeah. so when that thing died, when Diaboramon died, and it said Willis, uh, what it did was its DNA, digi, digi DNA, uh, went all the way to Colorado, merged with Kokomon, gotcha. uh, and Kokomon became corrupted. Uh, Kokermon became a <laughs> <laughs> Um So when Kyrie and TK come upon Willis in New York, uh, Terriermon is fighting um, some version of Kokomon. I think it's his champion or ultimate form whose name is it's not the Joker. Kokomon. It's, it's the Joker, it's the Joker form. form. Yeah, it's the Joker form. Uh, no, no, the Joker form is the next form, isn't it? The big no, no, the no, juggling no, I, version. When we first see him, he's Joker form. But then, when he for- his later forms, they look more like um, the bunny from Donny Dark. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's he's totally black. He's the black pill. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think his name is Wendigo Mon. Is that it rings Ooh, a bell? Good. He looks like a Wendigo. Yeah, like my yeah. conception of a Wendigo. Yeah, and you're the expert here. So. <laughs> uh, New York City. Their depiction of New York is interesting. It's like this abandoned monolithic ashy yeah like megalopolis yeah. there's like nobody Literally there no one it's it's incredible. a graveyard city <laughs> and even when they're like leaving new york and they're just like on the side of the highway it looks like something out of fucking mad max <laughs> yes yes until they get to the countryside and then it's just like rolling green hills as far as you know, yeah and, like random ass billboards everywhere yeah. <laughs> that that i thought that was really interesting like this this kids ver- this japanese kids show version like conception of america it's either like an urban hellscape or just like rolling hills with billboards i mean they're not wrong (laughs) um yeah so they they fight uh jokerman um in new york like on a, a basketball court um and then he can like turn invisible and they leave the city and then they they everybody meets up somewhere in colorado it's so crazy. Like, my dad has frequent flyer miles. Let's go to America. Yeah, Yay. yeah. yeah. It's, it's like my dad's uncle. Or it's like something ridiculous like that. It's absolutely just like they cut so much out. That's like yeah. just complete temporal and geographical alienation. <laughs> it's like I've got no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. The Digimon keep going back and forth between, you know, forms, like their their rookie form and then you know their little baby form and then you know back and forth back and forth to the point where i just can't keep track anymore 
Right, and this is also armor digivolutions at this point as well. Um, so right. a second group of digidestined um, get these little eggs that they can use uh, to digivolve their rookies into uh, armor champion uh, Digimon. Uh, and not only one egg, but like each one of them has like two to three different eggs that they can use. <laughs> it's just more action figures. Oh, yeah. Like it's, more, it's more stuff to sell. For sure. What kind of made me annoyed, like with this section because in the in the second section you have the kids in like disparate areas and they're all working together online to solve the problem and like they could have done that instead of literally sending kids to america yeah. it, it just would have been more thematic it would have made more sense it would have been cooler but then you wouldn't have gotten um, the uh the len cover of kids in america yes <laughs> that's true holy that's shit true. that's the also, one for me i um, think i i mean i just i remember that one uh, and I just I think that was my favorite track on the the soundtrack when I was a kid. <laughs> well, my favorite track was Amtrak when we, we got some. Oh yeah, we do get Amtrak some Amtrak. Amtrak. <laughs> I wonder if they had to pay Amtrak. Maybe that's where a lot of their money went. <laughs> Maybe. No, they're advertising uh, also, for Amtrak. Amtrak should pay them eventually. <laughs> there, there was like a country rock inspired Digimon song when they're bounding across the plains. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like jangly and like like this twangy guitar, <laughs> and you see these kids are like, "Where we want to come with you?" And they're like, "We're on an adventure. We can." Uh, they're like all bounding across the grassy knoll. It's like very, I don't know. Like I, I just imagine making that song and like, <laughs> <laughs> like whatever country rock dipshit they got to play that song. Yeah. So that's when being like, "Oh, the the Digimon." That's when Vmon, who is the um, little blue. Uh, dinosaur turns into yeah. Rage Ramon, um, who when they when they give them the armor uh, eggs, they have like little monikers. So Rage Ramon's is Rage Ramon, the storm of friendship. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. They get these super K's. Like it's just it's just like a grab. It's like magnetic poetry. It's just like random yes. bullshit. Like wings of love, drill of knowledge, like with the fire <laughs> of courage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. To be fair, their kid, kids would love that oh, shit. Oh yeah, kids I love loved that it, shit. I'm Just... sure. Um Yeah, so then they fight Jokermon and then they fight uh Donnie Darko, Bunnymon. Um <laughs> and then we get uh the uh the old guard of TK and Kyrie with uh Angemon and Angelwoman who uh they they warp Digivolve to their uh, their mega forms, which uh, Angemon turns into like Samurai Angelmon, right? Uh, and Angelmon turns into like Pink Dragonmon. Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. Like they became more distinct, like the farther along they evolved. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Um, and then they just they just kill. Well, they change uh, Donnie Darko Mon into uh, Donnie Lido Mon basically <laughs> yeah he i don't know he becomes like he, he goes through several different iterations yeah yeah he just keeps keeps digivolving again they cut a whole bunch of shit out so he just <laughs> he's digivolving every 30 seconds <laughs> um but yeah man uh vmon and terriermon both uh digivolve with those those sweet golden eggs yes with the help with the help of Samurai Angelmon and Pink Dragon Angelwoman. Uh and and the thing with like the black pilled mon, like he 
can turn back time. <laughs> oh yeah, that's and he right. makes them all babies. Right, because his he keeps saying, um, "Go back to the beginning." And that's why they go to Colorado, because that's where uh, Willis was when he was a kid, when he had his just his Digimon as his only friends. Uh, True fails on fashion. Like, he even says he had no friends except his Digimon. Uh, (laughs) I want to make more. Um, But he was wrong. They needed to literally go back in time, uh, which uh, Donnie Darkomon does for them. And then he, like, says he's sorry. Regular Donnie Darko does, too. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. and it's it has like the the Dragon Ball Z problem. Like it just they keep leveling up, and then the heroes level up to fight the villain, and then they almost win, but then the villain levels up even more, and so the heroes have to level up even more. It's just like continual, continuously stacking like power levels on top of each other, and like ever more like enormous destruction to the to the to the landscape around them. I just. I could not follow him. And then they do the boring thing where it's like, we have to defeat him by like getting eaten by him and then like bursting out of him. Bursting from the inside. Yeah. They defeat the virus from inside. Oh. Mm. And how, how does, how does the Joker's plan go down in the dark night? He, he goes into the inside of the police station. He, (laughs) wow. (laughs) So this movie, this this is Joker. This is very, uh, (laughs) metatextual. This film. (laughs) How do they beat it? It they they beat him by literally just being swallowed and then Attack, shooting up yeah, the, the virus from okay, the inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they just they make him good, and he uh, he's a nice fluffy bunny. Oh, no, he, he he dies, he but then die. he gets reincarnated. Yeah, we don't see the reincarnation though. I thought he sings Smash Mouth. Oh, he does. Does he sing Smash Mouth? Yeah. Well, he try. He like you know he's just sort of vocalizing as smash Mouth oh plays. that's right okay in, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah he do- that's right he does yeah he turns back into his like wendigo mon thing yeah he di- he die or you know gets turned into data and then they're like oh but you know digimon never truly die and then willis finds the egg and you know he's reborn basically right yeah and he's singing smash mouth because like he still can't carry a tune he's tone deaf he's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this this segment really does fall apart. If I can't even remember properly, uh, you know this movie falls apart at this point. <laughs> it would be fine as as a like a, a multi episode like arc yeah. if they. And I, I imagine it's more coherent when you watch it like yeah. that. Just like I think it, it's it, originally like three episodes. Of a, yeah, it must like be. A, I, I could see I could see it like a whole half season or something right. for for like a kids cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe we should uh, review that for uh, a Patreon nope. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I put in my dues. I'm done. <laughs> well, let's watch, uh, what is it, Summer Wars. I'm actually kind of interested to, to see. Yeah, I, I've wanted to see Summer Wars for a while. I would be okay with I would be. I would be like to do that, yes. <laughs> throw, you, throw you a bone, Nick. Thank you. The anim- anime contingent rising here. <laughs> um, so um, for workers of note, I just have... Um, four individuals here who contributed to character design uh, i have mashahiro aizawa akiyoshi hongo hisashi mori and katasuhiro nakasuru um i don't know if they've contributed to like the original series and the character design there or at least just um some of the versions we see in this film but i've always loved the character design of digimon um Sometimes it's a tad over-designed, but I don't know, in a good way? I I've, I've, I don't know. I've always just 
there's always something yeah, visually they look, striking they look about cool. this. Yeah. It's, They're just dope you know, I think I think it's like the dark the Dark Souls problem where like every badass cool digivolution is just a big guy with a sword. Um, <laughs> yes. but they look they look cool. <laughs> Excuse me. There will be no be smart. Yeah, I was going to say Nick is going to come at you with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say the Digimon that they don't have like the the elegance of like some of the best Pokemon designs. Yeah. Um, but they're they're not as annoying to me as as Yu Gi Oh is. Oh, Fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh is over designed to a fault, and like I, I can't stand that the art style and like the way it's just incomprehensible mess to look at it, it's like a michael bay transformers um, <laughs> yeah thing. yeah um but digimon is is definitely better than that they it's it's a little goofy but like the goofy comes up as charming um rather than like just uh, confusing to look at yeah you know and I, I do really appreciate the animated style that they adopt for the film i think it really works well um, and, and blends the character design from the series and the series' version of the animation um, and this more, you know, punched-up version. Oh, um, and one thing I did want to mention with the with the second uh, segment is I liked how um, the animation's different for online versus real yes. world. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when Ty is in, sort of floating into the computer, I think the, the animation looks really strong. Yeah, and he he's rendered a lot more detailed than he ever is yeah. in the real world. Um, and and that that's such like an interesting inversion. Like online is more real than uh-huh. than the real world. Uh-huh. Very very prescient for for twenty twenty. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, a virus comes out of nowhere and fucks up life for everybody. And he looks like the Joker, yeah. like <laughs> or one of the, one of them does. Coronamon. Um, you know, I'm sure there actually is a Coronamon. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of their their names come from sort of Latin or the the anglicized versions of their names. Yeah, there there's there's literally a Corona. Nice. He's he's a beast Pokemon. Okay, it was born from the fusion of sun watching da- data, which makes sense. Oh, it's like a cute little Charmander thing. It has an innocent personality due to its sense of justice being powerfully sincere. Aw, yeah, he looks like a. Like if Charmander was a teddy bear. Okay, this is this is a, like an over-designed one, though. I don't really like this one very much. Yeah, it, but again, like the the over-designed stuff, it it's something like a, a, an eight-year-old kid would draw. Yeah. At like in math yeah. class, it's it's not over-designed like weird techno fetishist yeah, like that's so weird, bullshit. Like, Ro- Rob Liefeld shit. <laughs> yeah. I think honestly, if they just would get rid of the bracelets. I would like this better. Yeah, absolutely. So, just folks, uh, look up Coronamon and uh, just like <laughs> Tell us what you think. Photoshop put a picture, the bracelets put a picture out in the show notes. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll put a picture in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and the closing, the closing song track to this movie was "We Are the Kids of America." Yeah. It should be noted. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> By like the um, most late '90s, early 2000s band. Yes, Len. Who was it? Len L E N of Steal My Steal, Steal My, My Sunshine. Sunshine fame. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, one hit wonder. <laughs> God damn! Incredible. Um, so for our broke recommendation, uh, this one's for me. Uh, I recommend this to folks who are salty about the fame that Pokemon had over the years uh, <laughs> as compared to the fame 
or the lack of fame that Digimon had, at least in America. I really have no understanding of how popular Digimon is in, in Japan. I know that there have been a ton of series. There actually is a series that came out in April of this year, uh, which is just a reboot of the first uh, season of Digimon. Um, but uh, yeah, if you've always liked Digimon, you're always a contrarian and thought Pokemon was stupider, uh, watch this movie. Uh, for our Woke recommendation, um, and I know this is a sizable faction online, um, anime uh, anime avi Nazis um, who have been black-filled and Jokerified, like all the stuff you claim to love is really about the power of friendship <laughs> and like coming together, coming together and having solidarity the world over. So try to try to live up to your your PFP and and embrace the digi the digi philosophy, the digi digi philosophy. <laughs> And um and acknowledge that having worldwide solidarity is, is the path to uh, path forward. Yeah, and for the uh, the bespoke recommendation, I just said anime completionists and pain piggies like Nick, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> people who claim to love anime but you know won't deign to watch the Digimon movie because they're too uh, fucking yeah. too fucking good for yeah. it. You can't pick I, and I choose, did... Nick. You know, it's all or nothing. Oh. Like, no, that's oh god, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm not the one. First of all, that just you're both you're both fucking complicit here because Lucas, you just watched a show that I recommended, and Lewis came to me asking for recommendations because <laughs> he he bought a subscription to Funimation. I did not Ooh. buy a subscription. My PS yes. Plus subscription oh. gave <laughs> oh, me yes. a comes a, with it a promotion code much. for two months of Funimation. So I suppose that was Jokermon giving you a virus in your system. <laughs> oh, a free a free a free month of subscription. How, how convenient. <laughs> I actually watched two series on your recommendation castlevania and then mm, hell yeah actually this is really interesting i'm in a leftist anime group chat on twitter and i brought this question up to people yeah i'm i'm awful i know um, yes but confirmed. just this is a good way to close out the the episode i think um how do you define anime because the traditional definition is cartoons from japan but everyone calls Castlevania an anime. It was made in it was made in Austin. Right, right. So um, then, is it a style of animation? Right. I am inclined to believe so. I'm inclined yeah. to uh, my my working definition of anime is that it's it's an aesthetic at this point in time that is is like overwhelmingly influenced by the Japanese animation industry. But I I don't like if, if the nation of Japan stopped existing tomorrow, I think anime would still exist. Um, I, I just think it's interesting because like it, it's a medium that is traditionally defined by like its country of origin and I really can't think of any other medium that's like that hmm. I, I mean there are like film film subgenres like you know French New Wave but, and Italian but that's a, that's a but yeah it's not you know it's a subgenre not a medium exactly. altogether yeah. right and, and and I think anime is a subgenre of, of animation mm-hmm. absolutely which like it, it objectively is and um just anime nerds online get really uh, like pissed off if you say like oh it doesn't have to, like if, if avatar of castlevania is a you know. right right yeah i guess that's fine uh i'm not a weeb so i don't really care about this but uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, well but, <laughs> but i've, I'm I've had in. sex I, and went to prom so i don't really give a shit <laughs> <laughs> i'll have you know i skipped my prom i stayed home i also <laughs> to watch did. anime yeah i did not watch anime but i played ping pong in my basement so there's a connection to asia <laughs> Hell yeah. there uh 
um yeah I, I just think like from a leftist perspective it's interesting like the the nationalists definition of uh-huh. anime like if 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 we're trying to create like a world like globalist utopia or or socialist utopia not globalist um <laughs> like can, globalist. can anime exi- can anime exist under communism under under worldwide socialism mm, i don't i mean i'm skeptical know, but know. i mean <laughs> maybe <laughs> no but it, it won't exist but for aesthetic reasons not for nationalist reasons yeah mm. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that's I got. That's all I got. You, you guys successfully swindled me into watching Digimon. <laughs> Hell yeah! I hope you're happy. Are can we ever truly be happy? But this, uh, we're getting closer. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, thank you, Lucas, for once again, um, being on the show. Definitely, yeah. Our, our first returning guest, and uh, you were our first guest. Period. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just a trailblazer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were going to obviously have you on this year anyway because of Minions 2, but since coronavirus canceled oh, God damn, that... don't remind me. Don't remind me. <laughs> Ugh. This, uh, this is the consolation prize right here. I bought a box yeah, of cereal like... the other day that had the fucking Minions on it, and I was so upset. <laughs> Just laughing at me from the grocery store shelf. What cereal was it? Was it like Corn Pops? That's yellow. I think it was I think it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but yeah, Corn Pops. I, I don't know. Corn Pops would feel like I'm eating the Minions, <laughs> which I don't, I don't want to Yeah, do. well, that's the, that's the appeal, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> we revere the Minions, Nick. Vore Minions? Sorry. Come on. Duh. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I won't make a mistake again. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Lucas, uh, for coming on. We yeah, will anytime. have you on next year when the Minions 2 comes out. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it does come out, I'm sure. Um, Got Jesus mind willing. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they did a you know a universal thing and just released it on streaming, like Universal did with Trolls 2. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, especially yeah. The, the success they had with that. But uh, but then they would get like um, banned from ever showing a, a film at AMC theaters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Christopher Nolan is like do or die on his upcoming movie yeah, yeah. actually being released in theaters. He he's like fucking committed. He he wants to see the streets run red with blood to see. Yeah, this movie. <laughs> no, he like, will to ensure this. Well, movie I think he's will. like I think he's like you know basically softened on uh you know the date the release date, but he is. I think firm on having it in theaters. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which seems like the most Christopher Nolan thing possible. It's like, <laughs> yes, he wants to be yeah. the guy who saves movie theaters from, uh, their, you know, perhaps certain death. We'll <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I definitely think but so. But he's okay um, with people's certain death. <laughs> <laughs> one, one might say, uh, if you live long enough, <laughs> If, 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 oh Jesus fucking if Christ! Live, if, oh my God! What what is the quote? If, if, you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself. Die the hero, yeah, or live long enough to see yourself. So we'll end on this. So awkwardly um, phrased. I borrowed Joseph Campbell's "Hero with a Thousand Faces" from Nick, and there is a segment. I can't remember what it is. It's like something about a king. You know, some archetype about like a king who becomes evil or something. And in the fucking oh. margins, Nick wrote, "You either." die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain <laughs> literally wrote that in the fucking margins of a joseph campbell book 
this is the most embarrassed I've ever been <laughs> on this show. Like, it's true. It's true. It's uh, it's all true. Uh, it's okay. Um, we just we just reviewed fucking Digimon. We should all be embarrassed. <laughs> Christmon, forgive me of my sins. <laughs> I confess. Um, that that's as good a note as any to end on. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see you in the Digiverse, <laughs> Digidestined. We all live forever and ever online. Amen. Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> Play us out with the uh the digi rap. <laughs> oh yeah. Alright. Ready to go? I'm ready. Ready? Let's go. The Dushi Pollution is up and running. Did you see? Did you hear? Did you know it was coming? My digi destiny starts today.